All right. Welcome to Marketing Like a Mother, a podcast made for mompreneurs by mompreneurs. Each week, we are diving into mom-approved business and marketing strategies to help you grow a profitable and family-friendly business. Today, I am your host, Olivia Radcliffe, and I am here with the amazing Julia Hickman. Julia is a wife, a mother of two, and a business growth strategist specializing in podcast coaching. She helps heart-led entrepreneurs in the self-development and wellness fields launch and run podcasts that help them to elevate their voice, impact, and their bottom line. So Julia loves running outdoors, reading, and traveling with her family. So thank you so much for joining me today, Julia. I'm so excited to talk with you. I am so excited to to chat with you. Um, like I was saying, I have a two-year-old and I have an eight-year-old or seven-year-old. Whoops. Um, <laughs> but yeah, they're both getting ready for bed right now. So it's a nice, relaxing time to just hang out and chat marketing like a mother with you. <laughs> I love it. I love it. And I just shared with Julia that my two-year-old is currently sleeping in my bed. So I have half an ear out for him. And he's, he's currently cuddled up in this little mass of pillows and blankets. And it's very, cute. And, um, but yeah, so why don't you just tell me a little bit more about what you do and how you help people specifically? Yeah. So I started an online space. Um, I technically, I would go back to seven years ago when I started blogging. Um, that was never my, my like, desire to, to like have an online business. Um, I had a corporate job, but I ended up quitting that after I had my, um, actually, well, I had my son and, um, thought that I was going to be a stay at home mom and figure it out, find a way to get back to, to working somehow. And, um, I started personal training on the side. I loved our CrossFit gym that my husband and I went to. So I became a certified coach. So I started like blogging about fitness and, you know, like living a healthy lifestyle, being a mom and all that kind of fun stuff. And um, that's sort of how I got my start into the online space. Then I started an online fitness coaching business. And then that sort of helped me transition to my current business, which I started a little over a year ago. Um, so now I help entrepreneurs and thought leaders launch podcasts and and manage them so that they can share their soul message and reach their ideal audience um and and be able to grow their 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 business and their impact so it's um it's been a really great thing because it allowed me to go back to my marketing roots because I studied marketing in college and had a couple of marketing jobs in the earlier phases of my career, but then, um, you know, I ended up switching a few to a few different industries and, um, it's nice to kind of like tie it together using my, my skills from school, my previous business experience and all the things that I learned with that business. I started my own podcast while running that business. Um, so it's been great to kind of like tie everything together to, to have this new business and now be able to work closely with entrepreneurs who are looking to share heart-led messages and really impact the world. I love it. I love it. And I, I must say, I am seeing a very big trend recently, well, in the past year or so, and, and I've seen it increasing in people using audio um, podcasts and other sorts of audios to um, really get their message out there. 
And at least in, in my audience, which is usually busy moms with businesses, like everyone really, really likes having that audio option, something they can listen to while they're doing the dishes, they're, you know, driving to soccer practice or something. Um, is that kind of a, along the lines of what you've been seeing with the trend lately? Yes, exactly. I feel like we live in such a busy go-go world um, where when we're able to, when we have the option to multitask, especially moms, like we are known to be, <laughs> you know, big multitaskers, we sort of tend to embrace those things, right? So with podcasting, the great thing, like you said, is that it's so um, convenient. There's that convenience factor where you can be in the car driving somewhere. You could be doing laundry, doing dishes. You could be, you know, playing with your kids and still like listening to something. So it really gives you the the convenience of being able to do a couple of things at once. And it's great because it allows you to, give things more of a focus. Whereas like if you're watching a video, you really need to be sort of like sitting down and really paying attention to, to get the grasp of what is being said in the video. But with a, with an audio, it's sort of like being whispered right in your ear. Mm -hmm. So you can be moving around, you can be, you know, walking, doing things and still like be able to absorb the, the content. Yeah, no, absolutely. I, I have found, well, I um, tried a new lead magnet this year that was actually an old one I repurposed, but I turned it into an audio and I have found that that's been like the biggest converting lead magnet I've ever had. And it, it's really just an easy, easy platform for people to be able to use. And I've also found that within my own courses and my own programs and such, um, I've been able to turn that content into audio and there's a lot of people who are by a lot of people are consuming things more, you know, the retention rating courses and memberships and stuff has been going up because people have that ability to actually consume something instead of sitting down and watching a video. Like you said, it kind of moves it into something that can um, kind of mesh with their day-to-day -day lives instead of taking it over and consuming it. So Exactly. That's a great point that you're bringing up the whole like helping people be able to actually consume course content because I know that's been a big issue. Um, I actually just created my first course at the end of last year. I haven't really like launched it, but it's it's there. It's there. It's available <laughs> to like if I need to kind of like downsell someone, it's it's an option. But yeah, that's the thing that I hear from a lot of my, you know, um, fellow entrepreneurs who are course creators, it's, you know, they, they, they stress out and they worry about the, the lack of like start to finish rates that they have in their courses. And I think one thing, like personally for me, when I sign up for courses, one of the things is that there's so many different logins, right? Like you have to save the, the link to, to access the, the website, the Kajabi link or whatever it is. Right. And then it's like, Oh, what's my password to it. And then if you forget your password, you have to reset it. So it's like a whole process to be able to log in. And then when you get back to it, if it's, I mean, most course course sites are good about like showing you where you left off, but if not, you still have to figure out like, okay, well, 
where did I leave off? You know? Mm -hmm. So I think with an audio, being able to have like your course in an audio format, it gives people a little bit of like, um, um, again, convenient way, but it's more accessible too, because it could just be right on their phone. They don't need to remember any like website or, you know, password information. It could just be right on their phone and they can log in and, and actually finish the course. <laughs> actually finish it. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> That's the big thing right there. Exactly. Wow. So you talk about authentically marketing your premium programs through podcasting. Can you speak on that a little bit and some of the, the strategies you use? Yes. So to me, the way I think of being authentic, it's about being who you really are. And I think sometimes on social media, it's tempting to not be ourselves because we see so many people being super flashy, showing all their highlight reels. And it makes it hard sometimes for us to just be who we really are. So with podcasting, I think that one of the things that I see as being really attractive and really helps podcasters connect with their audience is when they're being themselves. Mm -hmm. It's when they're showing their behind the scenes, when they're sharing their their struggles, like when they're sharing about their, their launch that, you know, had one sign up, um, when they're sharing about how somebody was really rude to, you know, then they had like a troll who was really rude to them and how they handled it. So all these things are sometimes what really helps people connect to one another. Um, it's not, it's like, not just the showing of like, Oh, well, I had this amazing launch and you know, uh, this, this is going great in my life. And that's going great in my life. It's about just kind of like sharing what you want to share, sharing what's on your heart. And if that means sharing like your struggles, then so be it. That's most likely going to be what attracts some people, maybe your ideal audience to you. So. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I fully, I fully agree with that. I, I truly believe that, you know, that, that authentic magic of you, so to speak, is what makes your business unique and able to stand out above the rest in a crowd when, you know, it's, it's a crowded market out there, no matter what industry you're in, like there's a lot of people, more people than ever are jumping on and creating businesses and what helps make you stand out and what you teach and everything is you. <laughs> so why not fully embrace that? Why try to create a cookie cutter business that matches everybody else's? you know, exactly. I, I can get on my soapbox about that. So I will, I will step <laughs> off and, but any tips for using podcasts specifically as a tool in your marketing? Yes. So I think, well, I know for a fact that one mm -hmm. of the things that holds a lot of entrepreneurs back from starting their own podcast or they'll start it and then they'll, they'll go through what is called a pod fade where mm -hmm. they, you know, they, they launched their pod podcast, but then they slowly fade from it and stop sharing episodes. And, um, it's really about looking at your podcast content as your core piece of content. So a lot of times people usually, um, they'll use video. So video can also be used as well. You can pull the audio from your videos and 
that could be your podcast, but it's still think of it less as like, oh, it's another piece of content that I have to record. It's another thing that I have to create and put out there. But no, it doesn't have to be that way. It could be the main thing that you that you are revolving everything around. So, you know, you take your podcast episode, you pull the um the transcript, you can edit that out. Hmm. And create it, you know, great, put it into a blog. You can, if you have show notes, you can use that as a post for your LinkedIn, your Facebook, um, and then you can pull quotes, mm-hmm. mic drop moments, um, something really punchy and use those on graphics. So there you have it there. You have content for a whole week there. So there's no need to be like creating brand new content and trying to think of, okay, what else am I going to talk about this week? Whatever you want to talk about in your your podcast, that could be the thing that you focus on each week. So that really takes that stress of like, okay, well, I don't know what else to to create. And you know, you can plan your your content. You can have your themes every you know for every month, and then you know you kind of then think about okay, what exactly am I going to talk about? What are the things that my people want to hear what are the things that my people have been asking to learn more about what's what stories do I want to share um so these are all the things that you want to put into your your episodes and then like I said you you just extract content from there yeah no I love it and this is the second season of marketing like a mother we started this this lovely podcast in which we are talking about a podcast. I have to talk about how meta that is that we're talking about <laughs> podcasts on a podcast. But um, anywho, um, we started this podcast last year and are loving, we are loving every single moment of it. We're loving talking to the guests, but like you said, we're loving how much content we're able to get out of just one episode. And a lot of them, even if it's uh, my co-host Michelle and I sitting down and talking, like we can go back and forth and we pull out so many really good quotes and things like that. And like you said, repurposing it for blogs and then your show notes and optimizing things for SEO. And, you know, I think it can be a really, really good tool, especially if you're um, finding maybe a theme or something you want to talk about and tying it into maybe other things you're launching or things in your business or like you said things that people are are wanting to learn um I'm curious what are your thoughts on paid versus free podcasts Ooh, great question so I feel like there is a time and a place for both I would say that depending on the business and the goals of the business Um, it might make sense to have one first over the other. So for example, let's say somebody is a one-on-one coach, right? And that's what they want to focus on right now. They have no plans on uh, scaling to anything else like group programs or courses or anything like that. For them, a private podcast might be great because it could be like an extra thing that they offer their one-on-one clients that's super valuable, right? Mm -hmm. So in that case, that might be a good idea for them to focus on first rather than a free podcast, especially because they're not looking to like reach the masses. They're looking for one-on-one conversations and relationships. So in that example, that makes sense. On the other hand, if somebody is looking to scale their business, having that free podcast makes more sense and, you know, waiting on the private podcast 
that makes sense too, to, to have that be like the next thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I will share spoiler alert. Um, I am, I have a membership called the mom boss society and in the mom boss society, I'm switching things up and I'm thinking of changing part of it to be a kind of private podcast where I answer questions for the members. And so I am delving, this is my first time getting into a kind of paid podcast experience, so to speak. So I'm very curious to see how it's going to go. And so far I've gotten some great feedback on the idea. So we'll see. Very exciting. Yeah. I'll have to check in with you and see how it's going. (laughs) Yeah. And we'll see, we'll do a 2.0 of this episode. (laughs) Yeah. So you mentioned you have two young kids you're married, you have your business, you have your house to run. Like, so how do you juggle everything that you do? Ah, that question is, um, <laughs> you know, it's one of those things. I feel like whenever I'm asked that question, I'm always like, how do I do it? How do you do <laughs> it? Um, how do I do it? It's funny. I don't have like the answer right there. Well, it definitely takes, it requires help for sure. There is just no way that I feel like someone could run a business that they're growing and scaling and have little kids that still require, you know, like my two-year-old, she's still in pull-ups, um, and all those, all those things. And, um, you can't do it with, you can't do it alone. Um, so first of all, I have the help of my husband a lot. My daughter is home. Um, she goes to like a preschool half days, um, four days a week. And then one day a week, she's home all day with me. And my husband works from home two days a week. So whenever he's home, whenever I need a break, or if I need to like take a phone call, I, you know, we, we, um, match up our schedule so that like, I know what's going on with him. I know like when I can definitely not block time for a phone call, um, things like that. So we do try to really act like a team. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, like I said, we have the preschool for her, my seven-year-old, he is, um, he goes to first grade. So he's in school till three o'clock or three 30. So I, my day ends at three 30. So I'm three 30. I'm done. I wait for him to get dropped off from the bus. And that's when back to, back to, you know, full-time mom, mom stuff. Um, mm-hmm. and then, you know, sometimes I do things like tonight I'm recording this podcast. So it's definitely requires being flexible. Like sometimes I want to not work on a Friday afternoon so that I can do fun things with the family, but it might mean that I work on a Saturday afternoon while my daughter's napping. So it just, you know, right now that fits my life. I'm not somebody that's like, oh, well, if you're working on the weekends, like, what are you doing? I think it depends on the person. Um, You know, if my daughter was no longer napping, I probably would not want to work on weekends anymore, but for now, it works for me. It, sometimes it allows me to catch up and just to have a little more like room in my days during the week, which mm-hmm. is nice. So yeah, I think having help and being flexible, <laughs> I think those are like my two main rules for just making it work and doing the best that I can to to run my business, be a mom, be a wife, and have some me time too, of course. <laughs> right, right. I mean, I love it. And I I love the main thing I heard as you were talking is you have, you have your routines, you do plan for things. Yeah. I love the flexibility and the fact that you are embracing both your kind of home life 
and your business life and your schedules and that you are you regardless of whether you're, you know, mom or you're working in your business and being able to kind of embrace that and, and have that flexibility is, is I think a crucial thing to be able to make things work and being able to balance that as well as it sounds like you're doing. So amazing job. Thank you for sharing that. <laughs> Thanks, Olivia. All right. Any last minute, hard hitting bits of advice for anyone who is maybe thinking of starting a pad- podcast or who has, has one now and is maybe looking to ramp it up here in the coming year? Yes. Yeah, so I think the the main thing for somebody who's still thinking about like, should I launch a podcast? Like, who do I have? Do I have like enough of a following? The thing with a podcast is that it is a long-term strategy. So I feel like it's almost never too soon to start one. I mean, I probably wouldn't start one if like you really are brand new in your business. You have no idea what you're doing and you should be focusing on like the the basic foundations at the moment. But if you have been in business for even like a few months, I feel like you could definitely start a podcast because we all have stories. We all have things that we can teach others. Um, And if you already have a podcast, but you're, you sort of have been struggling with it. it, You, you're ready to, to kind of take it to the next level. You know, that it could make a huge difference in your business and helping you make relationships and helping you reach a new audience to really be able to market to and and to sell to, um, then it might be time to think about like, how can I be more strategic? Do I want to be the one who's always thinking about my podcast? Does it make sense for me to maybe hire somebody to help me with a podcast? Um, how can I make this feel more easeful? Because I feel like when things are more easeful, that's when that's when things start to really work. Um, it's like when things are stressful and they feel just time consuming, we get into like this negative space where we're just, you know, we feel stuck and it's hard to get out of that, that place. But when you find a way to make things fit your, fit your life and your lifestyle and things feel good to you, that's when things start to happen. That think that's when things start to work and you really start to see the results. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> well, thank you so much for joining me tonight, Julia. Thank really, you so really much, Olivia. Yeah, I really appreciated our conversation. And um, if people want to continue the conversation with you, where can they find you? Yeah, you can hop right over to my podcast, which is the Elevated Femmes Movement. And you can also, if you search my name, Julia Hickman on social media, you'll find me in most places. Um, but yeah, definitely come come check out my podcast and you can hear some of my stories on there. Love it. All right. Well, thank you all for joining us this week on Marketing Like a Mother. If you found value in the show today and want to support some fellow mompreneurs, we would really appreciate a rating or even just telling a friend about the show. And we will be back next week with more marketing tips for busy moms with businesses. Until then, take care. Thank you.